recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios, Mianjin, Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Z Games. Z Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Share your hot take? Or do you just want to share your favourite game? Find us on socials at ZEDGamesAU. This is Dead Games. I'm your Zed host, Games. Paul. Yeah, me. Uh, and joining me tonight are my good friends, Hazel. Hi. And Z Dog. Hello. That's right. And well, now new that nickname. You, yes. Wolf well, Wolf. now that you have um, responded, it is now officially a nickname. That's how nicknames work. I th- yeah. I did used to get H Dog. H Dog. P Dog. P Dog. Yeah. Oh, no. I was going to call someone else that. No, I call them P Body. Um, no, I, I, my, my kind of unofficial nickname these days is Park, Park. Mm. Uh, which is merely because when people type Paul in their phones, it often autocorrects to Park. And so, Fascinating. so I just thought, why not? Um, seems like fun. What, what exciting times we have. Names, <laughs> nicknames, and autocorrect. We've got it all here tonight. I did, oh. I did briefly know somebody who uh, nicknamed me Hazy E. Easy E. Kind of yeah, like Easy yeah. E. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. That's very. We're not here to talk about any names. No, we're hey, not. Hey, we're here to Z. talk about games. Games. Not names. Games. Oh. Hey, Zara, you've disappeared. I have disappeared. Well, your microphone's gone kablamo. You go, get over and be hey, intimate with Hazel. I've migrated. Hooray. Hooray. This is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is good news. Good news for everyone. Speaking of good news, uh, here is some news. The Escapist has lost its entire video team. The Escapist is a video game website that also produces video content, most well known for the short form video reviews by Yahtzee Croshaw, known as Zero Punctuation, which has been ongoing since 2007. The company has been owned by a trail of different parent companies since 2011, with the company Gamers Group being the latest. The company began to find stability when Nick Calandra was hired and began to bring in new talent and diversify the content. And then last week he was fired, allegedly for not achieving goals that were never properly set for us and a lack of understanding of our audience and the team that built our audience. And the entire video team resigned. Within days of this mass exodus, Calandra announced that he would be starting a new company with everyone who resigned, called Second Wind, a fully creator-owned independent company, which reached 150k subscribers within two days of the channel's creation. While some of the creators retain rights to their IP, Zero Punctuation is still owned by The Escapist, Although Calendra and Croshaw have announced a legally distinct segment called Fully Ramblematic, which, when you're listening to this, will have premiered its first episode. Love to see creators going independent and seeing such an outpouring of support from the community. In other news, Stray Gods and its composers, Montaigne, Tripod and Austin Wintory, have been nominated for a Grammy for Best Score Soundtrack for Video Games and Other Interactive Media in the 2024 Grammys. The other games that are up for the award are God of War, Ragnarok, Hogwarts Legacy, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, and Star Wars Jedi, Survivor. Do you remember 
back in the ancient times of 2021, when the GameStop stocks, something to do with hedge funds or something, were memeing? Me either, but there's a movie about it to refresh your memory. Called Dumb Money, it was out in cinemas in September, but if you're like me and somehow missed it, you can now get it digitally. And now for some releases. November 16, we have Assassin's Creed Nexus VR for the Quest 2, Aslibo Revision for the Switch, Dredge The Pale Reach DLC for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Flashback 2 for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, Jagged Alliance 3 for PlayStation, Xbox, Power Wash Simulator Back to the Future Special Pack DLC for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And on November 17, we have Naruto x Boruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Persona 5 Tactica for PC and Xbox. Super Mario RPG for Switch. The Walking Dead Destinies for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch. Warhammer Age of Sigmar well Realms of Ruin for PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X. November 20, we have Installs and Time for PC. And November 21, we have Construction Simulator Spaceport Expansion DLC for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Worldless for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And that's all this week in gaming news. Thank you for that gaming news, Zara. Not Zara, Caroline. Caroline. Also, thank you, Zara, for just being here. And You're so welcome. I'm so <laughs> glad to be here. And you too, Hazel. <laughs> thank you. Just for um, you know the non-video listeners, which is here. everyone, because it's a radio show. <laughs> um, we're, one of the mics is dead, so now Hazel and Zara are very intimately pressed together. It's um, centimeters apart, talking into the same microphone. That's it's, right. Yeah, this is this is all about this is what it's really is strange. For people that are actually quite good friends, you do look incredibly awkward being this close to one another. <laughs> it's, well, um, I'm trying not to bump into the mic or anything, and it's a bit weird. Yeah, uh, the mic does sound up. We are talking way too much about what is happening in the studio. If you oh, want, so, if you okay. want to stop hearing us talk about this, um, subscribe to Four Triple Z so we can use your money to fix the microphones. Yes, and, and join our Patreon that does not exist. Um, speaking <laughs> of Patreons that do exist, uh, the Yahtzee uh, incident that uh, well escapers, but you know everyone's focused on Yahtzee. Yeah. Um, the new video, the first video of his usual fully rambo- um, uh, fully ramblematic, ramblematic. That was it. Yeah, that was actually the old tagline for uh, zero punctuation oh yeah okay so what they did so the escapus was yellow and the background of the videos was yellow so the new one is red and the background of the video is red revolutionary never it's, seen no, no, before. it's impossible did he change the hat as well I don't think that oh maybe I, it wasn't, it's not a fedora uh, anymore but I don't know if that was there was a always re- a trilby trilby okay, and okay, fedora okay, okay, okay. We gonna, oh no we're gonna get into this oh, oh no I don't care I don't care <laughs> Um, but what I'm the saying is, GIF. I think he changed the hat on his little avatar. Uh, and I don't know if that was because of the change or if he had already done that. Like, it would be a while it would ago. be very funny if somehow the escapists just owned the rights to the name and the hat. The hat, yeah, that yeah. would be amazing. Because yeah. like, they didn't see the rights like the anything most, else. Those are like the most brandable things, though. Yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's literally a drawing that he uses in every single one of those videos. Yeah, that's yeah. you know. Yeah. Yes, I, and I'm assuming that video was already in production, and they just changed it to red. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm just uh, just like hmm. We need to switch things up. We did actually very recently on episode 700 when we had Ray in uh, get a copy from him of the interview he did with Yalti way back in the early days of Zed Games. So uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll dig that up and share it somehow. Yeah, we can reminisce. I'll I'll I'll, I'll do I'll do my quick like dirty story on Yahtzee slash Ben. Uh, back in the day, we was all friends. 
And then, and then he became successful. And one day we asked him to do a show with us. And he said, you can't afford me. And we said, no! we weren't going to pay you. <laughs> and realized we were no longer friends. <laughs> Only like a good acquaintances. We weren't like soulmates or anything. He's he off doing his thing. It's all right, Whatever. Paul. It's okay. I know that I, the hurt I know. still is there. It's okay. Don't yeah. worry. Why don't you come on to our terrible? It is kind of strange show. how uh, woven into like the fabric of the Brisbane game scene he is. Oh yeah, well, considering he was only here for like ten years or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's, that's a pretty good chunk. And he started a bar, started a multiple these multiple careers and stuff. Yeah, I mean, went off and Brisbane's ran packs. Big, and Brisbane is not a big place, and it was a lot smaller ten or so years ago. Well, yeah. our gaming community, well, it kind of was bigger in that we had True. bigger Very international true. studios uh, up until the crash. Yeah, <laughs> yes. um, but you know that's a lot of ancient history now. Cozy. Yeah. Brisbane's always punched its above its weight. I would yeah. say, um, if, you know, just for reminiscing stories before we push on with the show, um, the John Pastel's game Halloween Harry, uh, when I was a little kid and that came out, uh, it was the first time I realized that somebody made games because they're like, this game's made in Brisbane and they had all the newspaper and everything. I was yeah, like, real you human. can do that? You can Brisbane people can that. make games, not just those big city folk in LA or Seattle <laughs> or where, Toronto. I didn't know what uh, Seattle was then. Probably just New York. New York. It's just like, oh, it's everyone's in New York. That's who makes everything. You're listening to Z Games at Four Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games on Four Triple Z. Oi, mate, you're listening to Z Games at Four Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games at Four Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games at Four Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games at Four Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games at Four Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games at Four Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games at Four Triple Z. Got a bit carried away. This is Z Games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh. your, I'm your host, Paul. Joining me, Azara and Hazel. Hello. Hey. My favorite one mic duo. Yeah. yeah, we're slaying at this. Yes. And now, you know what it's time for. <gasps> I am a robot, I'm doing puzzles and I'm thinking about philosophy Woo! I like things like lasers yeah! and boxes and other things and walls Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that thing uh, Okay, we are going to talk about uh, a new game by Crow Team, the makers of Serious Sam um, oh. How do you spell Crow Team? Uh, C-R-O Team Nice. Oh. Yes. They are, yes. So they are back with another high octane puzzle game interwined with philosophy. Um, this is the Talos Principle 2. Nine years ago, the Talos Principle 1 was made. Um, basically, they were doing like tech tests for Serious Sam 4. And they were like, well, you know, we're moving objects in the world. What if we made a puzzle game? And they made a puzzle game which was built in their engine about having huge spaces. And. You went in there and you put lasers and boxes everywhere and solved geometry puzzles and read about philosophy. And uh, it was a pretty kind of low-key but cult hit. Um, I've definitely heard a lot about it, but I have not played it. Yes. So uh, you don't necessarily need to play the first game. I figured I wouldn't with Um, a puzzle game. (laughs) You are. You are going to be surprised. Um, So basically this game starts... um, Exactly like the first game. It's kind of like a remake in the new engine. And this time it's in Unreal. It's not in their own engine. Uh, Mm -hmm. You play through it, sort of like get the feel of it. And then you emerge from 
uh, what was in the game logic, obviously an artifice, you're in virtual virtual world and you emerge into this world. And the big difference in this game is that whilst the original story was told through terminals that you'd walk up to and read some text, this game's full of robots. You walk out and you're in a city of robots and they're all there and they're all happy to see you and you... I'm like, oh, I was not expecting this for a little puzzle game. And I'm walking around the city and I work out, oh, we, we have to go to this mission. Okay, okay, I guess this is where I go for the puzzles. And they said, oh, before we go on the mission, do you want to explore the city? Explore the city? It's a puzzle game. What am I doing? <laughs> and I start walking around and talking to all different characters around the world. And they're all generally based on some sort of philosophy. And they're, you know, everyone's like talking their mm. politics and will you agree with them or what? Um, and then when you get to the actual puzzle areas, there's also your team that you're with and they're all doing like uh, Metal Gear Solid codec calls to you all the time. <laughs> oh my God. And they're walking around doing their own stuff. So there's a lot more life in the game. If you fail a puzzle, do you get a snake? You, you can't snake. really fail a puzzle. Oh, snake. you can't walk into the water and drown. My son found out. Oh, um, Oh, oh, but then that's all he did. My son's a psychopath. He was like, I want to go to the water again. And just keeps walking this robot <laughs> in and goes, and restarts. Hey, you better be careful with them on the beach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think that boy should be a lifeguard. <laughs> yeah. it's actually, and, and the world itself. So Crow Team, they make big, quite beautiful worlds, but focus on the big here. Uh, and they put like life in the world too. You walk down a path and like a deer will run across in front of you. I'm like, this is a lot of extra stuff for a puzzle game. Um, And then you get to the puzzles and the puzzles are really good. They're really well designed. Uh, They've sort of fixed, well, not fixed, but they've improved a bunch of stuff from the first game when it comes to like understanding where placements will be and like little icons to let you know what's working, what's not. Just, uh, you know. Now, this is a game I care about spoilers for, actually. Oh, don't worry. There's no real, I'm not going to tell any stories. No, I mean, spoiling the puzzles. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Don't give us a solution. I was, because like a a streamer I like has been playing it on stream and uploading the VODs and everything. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, maybe I should check. No. No, I shouldn't watch him solve the puzzles. No. <laughs> well, it would be hard It would ha- be hard to internalize like what's going on, I think. Yeah. Because the first ones are just pointing lasers. La- like power goes to a reflector. You point it at its target. Go. Um, but the nice thing in this one is it's broken into all these little worlds. And each world does introduce a new mechanic. Um, and so the game really, what was, uh, there'll be at least, so at least 12 distinct worlds with some other stuff I'm not talking about, um, with each one having a totally new mechanic that adds into it and complicates and stuff like that. So it has a lot more variety. What this does do, however, is if you are a hardcore Talos principle person, uh, it does mean the game's actually a bit easier. Because the first game was like, we've got these uh-huh. core mechanics and we're going to exploit them to an insane way this one's like we've got this cool new mechanic we're going to teach you and we're going to get to the end of its like possible usage in eight puzzles uh and whilst it might still be tough or anything the first game had some insanely tough puzzles that said i prefer this method the first game kind of was all over the place you could walk in multiple directions you'd walk into a room solve the puzzle in five seconds next room you're in there for an hour um and then the next room it's five seconds again you're like what's going on this one's a bit more well paced Yes, the, yeah. pa- the pacing yeah. I think is better, but it's n- not as hard for ones that love it. That love it, but considering what they've done in the past, I think it's pretty likely they'll add DLC to it. It sounds like the difficulty you're describing is coming from the pacing rather than the mechanics themselves and the puzzles themselves. Well, uh, it, it's it's because they have so many so much variety of puzzles that they can't just keep 
drilling down into it because the first game I found I didn't finish the first game because I found it was quite finicky uh, like you go mm. like wait am I breaking the puzzle here or am I like or is this actually intended and pretty much most of the time it was intended but it didn't feel quite as this feels more solid um, but also the first game had you actually break puzzles on purpose for like meta stuff and that's kind of lacking in this game yeah. so basically uh, the other thing I haven't mentioned is that when I can keep saying big I mean big I mean like I walked in, completed this objective, and then I had to walk back to my ship to go to the next area. The walk back took five minutes. No. And I am not exaggerating. Was it nice? I mean, it looks very pretty if you're into that stuff. Is there any fast travel? No, there's no fast traveling. It's just like... like Some some of the puzzles is literally like... I'll never bother trying to 100% it because there's just puzzles that are busy work, and I won't do them. Uh, It's like, go walk back to these puzzles and hit a hidden switch that you've discovered about like, why i don't care is there like an auto walk button built in i mean all games do if you just put something on yeah if you put something <laughs> on the w key <laughs> but it also wouldn't work because it's like very natural landscapes you're walking through forests and beaches and well the reason going i up. like it yeah. um morrowind actually had an auto walk key where you just toggled walk on oh yes yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. um and the reason i like it is i don't have to i have i have messed up hands and i holding the um keys down uh, starts to hurt very quickly ah yeah well i mean i played this on the steam deck um so i'd still have to be holding a steam deck the whole time but yeah I mean, we'll auto hotkey will the fix economic you experience of yeah, holding yeah. a steam deck oh yeah new new steam deck ah, we'll talk about that another time uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh i think the game is on the whole much better it's way more interesting with the way the story is presented it is very dry and it is a lot about different philosophies um that i don't think there was ever a joke that i ran into or anything but that's all right that's the style of the game uh philosophy puzzles and walking in pretty environments Mm. now the walking in pretty environments kind of dragged me down a little bit but depending on your flavor i think that could be a pro Uh, which is why we do reviews where we tell you about things yes and here's also where I go. You normally at this point of the review, I'd say yes. And you uh, the, find the game is six to eight hours, depending on your ability as a puzzle player. And then I do say the same thing, except I say this game is twenty to thirty-five hours, depending on your ability as a puzzle player. It is a bit of a range. Yeah, um, thirty-five is sort of where hundred percent is sort of uh, like listing things, which I have not done. <laughs> It's a lot of time to put into a puzzle game. It yeah. is, yeah, yeah. Where most are in that six to eight hours for a reason, yeah. but also the variety does keep you going. So you can just sort of like, I'll just do this little island tonight, and you okay. can keep going. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's broken into chapters that are you know quite That's digestible. Nice. Is there a lot of like optional stuff you don't really have to do? There's yeah, there's un- in each area you basically have to do eight puzzles, and then there is. Um, it doesn't open until later in the game. There is like golden gates, which have much more difficult puzzles. And there's a few like little objectives around to hunt in each one. So normally nice. there's like like five extra things in each level. Um, yeah. So there's a bit, a bit of extra variety in that. But I do find just because it's so big, I don't really go off the beaten track much because it's, it's not like Zelda where you say, oh, what's on that mountain over there? You know what's on that mountain? It's the height map. That's what's there. It's, it's more <laughs> walking. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't really find too many uh, secrets that way in this game. But yeah, uh, really accomplished game. Really interesting. Uh, the plot didn't really grab me, but I did like the discussions. I do. I do mm. like someone talking to me while I do a job. Um, podcast. Okay. What does that say about me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to Robot Podcast. Hello. I would love to listen to Robot Podcast. Well, oh. if you enjoy listening to our podcast, maybe you'll enjoy this game. Imagine us like this, human. I am a regular. Review human. <laughs>
Okay, good roboting, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> okay, uh, this is Zed Games. I'm your host, Paul, and joining me, uh, Hazel, and of course, Z Dog. Z Dog, that's me. And they're here with an exciting review. Alright, um, so I'm going to be reviewing Coral Island tonight, um, but it isn't, I'll be up front, it's not my most polished review, um, and it's- Will I, help. I don't think it's my final impressions, but the impressions I've had so far is lovely. They're, they're locked in stone after <laughs> this, I'm sorry to say. Coral Island has just popped out of early access and is developed by Stairway Games and published by Humble Bumble. Humble um, Bumble? Humble Bumble? Like the Humble Bumble. Um, a beautiful farming sim. It does take a big leaf out of Stardew Valley's book, established it as a comfortable foundation, foundation and then built something of its own on top of it. I don't necessarily like using other games to explain a game, but there is a formula which you may be familiar with. You arrive at the island to a farm that has been left for you. The farm is run down and you have to restore it. But as well as restoring and establishing your farm, you get to meet your neighbours, understand what poisons the island and how to help it. You oh, need I to know this one. <laughs> you need to complete quests, grow <laughs> crops, solve mysteries, appease spirits, and maybe find time for romance, you know? And this is all delivered in this beautiful, vibrant game delivered in a stylized 3D art style that uses 2D art sprites for the visual novel-esque side of things. It's such a vibrantly robust treat for the eyes, and in early access, I was delighted by how visually fantastic it looks. But it's not just a farming sim with romance on the side. What else is it, Zara? Like, you do have farming, fishing, foraging, <laughs> diving, mining, and fighting as your main activities, unless you decide to try to romance the broadcast like of eligible bachelors. <laughs> you can can you fight romance? Like, battle love? Love is always a battle. That's the way I like it. It's, 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 it's a battle. I like someone that can sit on me and stop me from moving. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you work your way through each season of the year, growing crops and completing quests. You have a limited amount of time each day and a limited amount of stamina to do your activities. You can build all sorts of things for your farm, upgrade your home, collect resources, make scarecrows, build a barn, keep animals for resources. And grow, farming. And grow and harvest your crops. It's very familiar, but it's also massive. The size of the map that you explore is huge, and I know I haven't explored the entire island yet. Not for a lack of trying, either. And the story is familiar. Too familiar. You see, Coral Island was affected by an oil spill a year ago, and even as you arrive on the island, the signs of it are everywhere. Toxic, suffocating roots of oil smother the reef. The spirits are in distress, the merfolk are suffering, and the beautiful town full of beautiful people are facing a difficult decision allow their home to fade away or allow it to become developed and built over to become an oil town. Are you moving to the island because a relative has like died or left you a place or something? Perhaps. <laughs> you know, it's, it gets you there, you know? <laughs> um, I've been keeping an eye on Coral Island for a few months. It was on Kickstarter and I'm very glad it was successful. 
I enjoy a good farming sim and I decided to give it a go while I was in early access. I was a little nervous, nervous that it would be too familiar, but it's comfortably so. Even in early access, I experienced a level of polish I have not experienced in some time. Other than a few little bugs or getting stuck on something, I experienced very few issues. It's a game that clearly has a lot of time, skill and support put into, put into it, including from the community. Even the character creator is inclusive of that community, offering body types that aren't necessarily linked to gender, a pretty robust selection of hairstyles and features, and you can choose your, honor your, your little prefix, your little honorific. Oh. It's nice. And I enjoy seeing some decent curly hair and textured hair options. Yes. The only thing is that this isn't a more complete review because it just popped out of early access and I had to start over. I did get to keep all my earnings, so it wasn't too hard. And I kind of like starting over because I feel like I wasn't as efficient the first time around. And I was only a few seasons in, so it wasn't like I had a ton to catch up on. But I do think it says a lot that I'm not bothered by having to start over because I get to compare some of the changes that have been made. So what's the verdict? If you enjoy farming sims, you'll probably enjoy this game. If you enjoy meeting a massive cast of characters you can get to know and understand, you'll probably enjoy this game. If you like a story about a community healing from an environmental disaster, you'll probably enjoy Coral Island. If you just want to focus on farming, you can do that. You can adopt an animal, create a family, become a weird little hermit. I think this is a game that what you put in, you get back out. And I do encourage people to check it out. Nice. What would you put in to get back out? I don't want to answer that. Okay, uh, before we finish up, Zara, Zara. Stardew Valley, Coral Island, one has to die. Oh. I die. Well. <laughs> now we now it's fine just the two mics tonight. It's fine. Yeah. God is dead. That's our new heckling style of review. <laughs> um, but no, it is a very cute game and it's so fun to look at and I'm really enjoying it so far. So this is I might do a mini review later just to be like Still love it. Still, still love it. Checking I, in. I, I hope it's a hotter take than that. Just like, just let you know, still love it. Not hating this game. Not I'm enjoying it. it. That's all. Ecstatica 2 from the mid-90s. Still love it. I mean, you know, you know what? Spire of the Dragon. Still love that. 2002 is the Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind. Still love that. <laughs> Do you, if you were to play Spyro now, would you play original or remake? If I play Spyro now? Yeah. It like depends would you want to play the would, would you play the original, the original version console? or would you play the remake? Um, in the original version, do I have the original version where those gems aren't on that inaccessible ledge? You have it fixed. Sure. They have it fixed? Yeah. Okay, then original version. Oh, okay. I, but, like the, I like the Toys for Bob version. I mean, yeah, I mean, I love the Toys for Bob version, but also... Well, no, you, you send it out to death, just like you do with all the games that you don't choose. <laughs> So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. This is Zed Games. I'm your host, Paul, and joining me are Hazel and Zara. Hazara. Hazela, we've become one. Yeah, yeah. We've got a bit of a Zaphod Beeblebrock situation yeah, going on over Kronenberg here. They've themselves together into a we've hideous abomination. We are sharing the same mic. It's a beautiful this abomination. Is. Thank you very much. It's, it's um, true. What Ebony and uh, 
<laughs> have you two been playing um, any like games lately? Perhaps, maybe. Video- oh, video games. Yeah, that's what we should. Yeah, I've been playing lots of games. I- I'm addicted to video games. Um, I've been playing Alan Wake too. Yeah. Uh, which the short run of it will just be like, you know, it's a very compelling walking simulator where you get to shoot people a bunch too. Nice. Um, yeah, just very, very well put together. Um, yeah. People um, seem to be pretty big fans of Alan Wake too. Yeah, people do seem to be pretty f- big fans. I have been playing um, Spyro for the first time from start to finish, uh, the Spyro remake by Toys for Bob. Yeah. You Remember when Toys for Bob existed? Hmm. Oh. Anyway, he's there. So much happens in such a small amount of time. Um, I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise on the PC, and by playing, I mean getting through the tutorial section. <laughs> I gotta do that soon. Yeah, but um, otherwise, there's Monster Hunter now, um, a bit of Forest Grove. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll I, get home and play another game. I, I'm thinking real hard about playing some Trackmania. Oh, I do love it going a bit of Trackmania now and then. Oh, no. Now, yeah. oh. Do you want to learn Trackmania? No, I kind of do. <laughs> no, I'll play a different racing car game. A diff- different racing Land car track game. Mania. No. It's easy. Oh, yeah, it's just, it doesn't look it's easy. Made, it's made for keyboard. It's easy. It only has yeah. four buttons. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can't, be, can't be simpler. Well, you play Trackmania then and you what? tell me how well, that goes. I have, lots of times. Oh. I, got, I was very high on armed. the leaderboards in my <laughs> suburb. <laughs> <laughs> what are you now? <laughs> wow, what yeah. an achievement for That's what was so good about Trackmania Nations. It really drilled down. You could eventually find a leaderboard that you could beat. Yeah. I mean, that's um, the thing I like about speedruns is like people just invent their own category. Um, and they'll come up with stuff like quickest time to the end vortex and a spiral level. Or in BG3, one of the very first <gasps> speedruns is, of course, time to sex, which I think got down to like a couple of minutes. I've probably beaten it by then. It's probably like two seconds now. <laughs> yeah. someone, just, someone just found out you got to have sex with the character creator. <laughs> okay. Okay. That, of course, well, uh, brings I'd us near the end of the day. But before we leave, uh, we have a, a, a small uh, bit of work, a business to attend. Yeah. Right, but, oh, right back at the start of the show, we uh, mentioned that we had a very, very old um, interview with... Yahtzee, Ben Croshaw, um, from the early days of Zed Games uh, that was put together by Razor Ray, the original host, and he has kindly shared that with us, so we will be sharing it with you um, as a podcast extra, and it should go up this Saturday. You can check our spot our podcast out on all the normal platforms. Hoopla, hoopla. Thank you for that, Hazel. Especially the Community Radio Plus app. Yes. Good. Good words. <laughs> so, Thank you. Uh, see you all next time, folks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, you can find us on the Community Radio Plus app or find us on socials at ZED Games AU. See you next time.